Welcome to the Fast Pitch Prep Super Regional Prediction Show. Last weekend we saw a ton of great softball. There was tremendous coverage and it was a, a real pleasure to be able to watch all these teams play. I went into the regional round predicting a couple of upsets and hoping to see a couple of teams that were not amongst the seeded teams actually have a chance to advance to the Super Regional. But this year, just like last year, the top 16 all held serve and all defended their home field and advanced to the Super Regional. There were some great games and some situations where the seeded teams had to battle back and fight their way through the loser's bracket and face some real challenges. But at the end of the day, the uh, top 16 all advanced to the Super Regionals, and it's going to make for another very, very exciting weekend. This upcoming weekend at the Super Regionals, the top eight seeds are selected and offered the opportunity to host, and that gives them a tremendous home field advantage. Of course, they are playing the other best of the best, so it should make for some exciting softball. But again, the uh, uh, host team uh, does have some built-in advantages, but we're going to talk about each one of these regions from top to bottom and try to talk about what we observed this past weekend, and then from that, uh, make predictions as to who's going to advance to Oklahoma City. Each of the Super Regionals is a best two out of three. The top-seeded team, the host team, will be the home team for the first game. And so that uh, um, will kick off on Thursday and going to, again, be another weekend of action-packed softball with the teams playing for the absolute pinnacle, the payoff of being able to play in the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City, which is, for these teams, certainly their season goal each and every year. At the top of the bracket, we've got Oregon, facing Kentucky. Kentucky impressed me defending their home field. They are a scrappy, hard-nosed, competitive, very, very strong team. They faced Notre Dame and Michigan in their regional, and that was one of the regions I thought that there could be an upset. And Kentucky put that to bed, uh, handled their business, played really good softball, pitched well, and scored a bunch of runs. But they are heading into a buzzsaw in Oregon. Watching Oregon play this weekend was one of the most impressive things I've seen on TV in a long time. Uh, they've got two great pitchers who dominated the regional play. Uh, it did not appear that anybody really threatened them at all. And I think that uh, heading into this super regional round, uh, I would predict that Oregon is going to be the team to win this region and advance to the or super regional and advance to Oklahoma City. And I'm going to go way out on a limb and say Oregon's not going to give up a run. I think that they will win the first two games. Now, I think Kentucky will play hard. I think they will scratch and claw. I think they will put some pressure on Oregon. But Oregon's pitching defense adds up to an awful formidable opponent. And while I love Kentucky and the way they play the game, Oregon just seems to be the unstoppable force. And I think that they will make it to Oklahoma City. And I think there's only one or two teams that will make it to Oklahoma City with them that I think could potentially present a problem for them. Oregon, Coach Mike White, he's done an amazing job, has built a powerhouse out there in the Northwest. The number two region is Florida versus Texas A&M. So we've got an SEC matchup. Florida dominated the regular season. They dominated the SEC tournament. 
They dominated their regional for the most part, and I think they're going to dominate Texas A&M. The wild card in this equation is the word on the street is that one of the umpiring crews that is going to be assigned to the Gainesville Super is notorious for calling illegal pitches and has a track record of being truly sticklers to the letter of the law when it comes to a pitcher being legal or illegal. And if that's true, and if they are very nitpicky in what they're calling, uh, that could affect Kelly Barnhill. We know that there's been much discussion about whether Kelly pitches illegally or whether she does on certain pitches more so than others. And I think that that's one of those interpretation things that could have a real impact on how things go. Uh, Florida does have the benefit of having a second great pitcher in Acasio who has proven that she can beat really good teams. But uh, Kelly Barnhill is the key to Florida having a chance to win another national championship. Their offense was very, very good, and they were very timely. They They won a weird game against Ohio State where they went from being down two runs to run ruling them in a matter of five outs. They scored two to tie it and then scored eight to run rule them without getting uh, the sixth out of the second inning in that stretch. So uh, it was a very unique game in that Ohio State certainly appeared to be on the verge of the upset. But once Florida's offense got rolling, they took care of business. Texas A&M was... Uh, did a great job defending their brand new stadium and uh, of course for people that didn't know they played their first games ever in Davis Diamond which was their brand new stadium very impressive looking facility the biggest coolest looking scoreboard I think I've ever seen at a softball field and they took care of business against a very strong regional. Baylor was the team that they ended up beating uh, to advance. And Baylor was my prediction at the beginning of that regional to advance. I thought that Baylor was a team that could uh, upset the home team. But Texas A&M took care of business. Coach Joe Evans does a great job. Uh, Her team has several pitchers that are all very effective. They score runs, and they always play good defense. So I think it's going to be an interesting regional. But I do believe that Florida will advance to Oklahoma City. But I'm not going to be surprised if this ends up being a three-game series. And I think it will be way more exciting than people might have originally thought. And just uh, keep an eye out to see how many times the the illegal pitch is called because that could definitely have an impact on this region or super regional the number three seed is ucla and they're hosting arizona for those of us that are longtime fast pitch fans this is a walk down memory lane for a very long time ucla and arizona were clearly and by far the two most dominant programs in division one softball they pretty much tag teamed the national championship and for a long time i think that uh It was a major upset if anybody besides UCLA or Arizona won the national championship. They were clearly the top two and dominated the sport for many, many years. They're not quite as dominant now as was displayed in the regional round, but they're both very, very good programs. UCLA was upset early in their regional and had to fight their way back through the loser's bracket and beat a very tough Cal State Fullerton team twice. Uh, Fullerton had UCLA on the ropes, had chances to uh, pull off the miraculous upset, but UCLA is a very, very tough team. Their pitcher is an amazing pitcher and a tremendous hitter also, as was demonstrated when she hit the big home run in the what-if game. Um, So UCLA is very strong. Arizona, coached by Coach Mike Candrea, 
who many of us believe is the greatest coach ever in the game of fast pitch softball, uh, is a strong program. They were very, very good in their regional, um, basically handled business, and they had a couple of close scores, but they were close scores that did not really feel like games that they were threatened or, or it felt like they could lose at any point in time. And so they advanced out of Tucson and uh, will make the trip over to UCLA. I don't know how many hundreds of times these two teams have played each other, but it's going to be a very exciting weekend. And here's my first upset. I think Arizona is going to sneak into Oklahoma City by going into UCLA and winning two out of three. I think it's going to come down to that last game, a big hit, a big play, a big pitch, and there's going to be an upset on on game three and Arizona is going to advance. The number four seed is Oklahoma and they will be playing Arkansas. Oklahoma, to my way of thinking, is the best overall team in this tournament and one of the teams that I think will actually be able to compete with Oregon once they get to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma's on a very strong role. They've been playing great softball here uh, for quite some time and um, certainly they always play well when they get to Oklahoma City. They are almost at home away from home situation for them. Uh, Hosting Arkansas in the Super Regionals I believe is going to be a mere formality. I will be surprised if Arkansas scores a run. Uh, Paige Lowry stepped up and pitched two great games in the regional um, after Paige Parker was injured and was not able to go. Uh, Paige Parker, from what I've read and what I understand, will be ready to go for the Super Regional. And those two two dominant left-handed throwers uh, who complement each other so well, I think just make Oklahoma a team that is very, very dangerous. And their offense is something to behold. Uh, Almost Almost every player in their lineup can hit a home run on any on any swing. They've got a couple of the nation's leading home run hitters. They've got some great table setters, and there is not an easy out in their lineup. Arkansas has had a, an amazing year. I think uh, Coach Coach Courtney's done a great job of turning Arkansas into a top level program, and I think they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the future. But the future and now are two completely different stories. And Oklahoma, I believe, is going to dominate this weekend and advance to Oklahoma City. Washington, the number five seed, is hosting Alabama. This series has some history. These teams have met in the Super Regionals before and have met at Oklahoma City before. And so I think that it's going to be a great matchup. Washington is a very, very strong team and playing at home with Alabama having to travel a couple of thousand miles to get out there, I think is going to give them some built-in and major advantages. Washington's got uh, strong pitching and just enough offense that they managed to beat everybody that they play. They've played great defense. I saw a couple of their games on TV this weekend and was very impressed with their defense. They were challenged. You know, there were some close games, but it was one of those situations, again, where it always felt like they were going to control the situation and end up emerging from that regional. Um, Alabama is one of the storied programs. The fact that they are in the Super Regional again and a threat to get to Oklahoma City again is not a surprise to anyone. Patrick Murphy has built Alabama, along with his coaching staff, into a powerhouse program. Uh, They have the wild card in their pitcher, Alexis Osorio, who 
when she's on, I believe, is one of the very best pitchers in the country, but struggles with throwing strikes and, and allowing base runners because of the base on balls. If she has a bunch of walks, if she's putting people on base, I believe Washington's offense is going to take advantage of that. She's shown a tremendous ability to fight back, uh, you know, walk the bases full, you know, walk the leadoff hitter and still get out of innings over and over again. But on the road against the, the Huskies, I think that's a recipe for disaster, and I think it could set Alabama up for a heartbreaking trip. Uh, my guess is that this will be another if-game Super Regional. I think Alabama will win a game, but I do believe Washington's going to come out of this Super Regional and advance to Oklahoma City, again, setting up another uh, pack 12 team uh, to make the trip and to create uh, some pretty good rivalry games when we get to Oklahoma City. The number six seed is Florida State, and they're hosting LSU. Florida State looked awesome this weekend. Both of their pitchers dominated everyone that they played. Their offense looked really strong. They scored a ton of runs against what I thought was a very strong regional. I predicted at the beginning of the week that uh, that was the strongest regional, had the most depth and the and the most competitive field. Uh, Jacksonville State ended up fighting their way back through the loser's bracket and faced Florida State in the championship of the regional, and Florida State handled them very, very easily. Uh, LSU scratched and clawed and fought just like they always do. Coach Beth Tarina has a team that believes that they are going to win every time they step out on the field. She's got dominant pitching, great defense, but I'm not sure they have the offense to score runs against Florida State. They were pushed to the brink by Louisiana Lafayette, and there was a couple of very interesting plays that took place during those championship games. Uh, Lafayette was able to force the if game, and then LSU scratched and fought their way to a win in a very hotly, very highly contested game. It was one of those really fun games to watch because the emotions were so high, the players and fans were so invested, but LSU on their home field is a very strong team and a tough team to beat and they were able to advance out of that regional. So they'll make this short trip over to Tallahassee to play Florida State. My guess here is that Florida State wins this one in two. I just think their pitching is too dominant, and on their home field, I think that Florida State is really tough to beat. So I'm going to predict Florida State's going to make it and uh, be one of the two teams that upsets the uh, Pac-12 SEC uh, tailgate party that uh, typically happens uh, out in Oklahoma City. The number six super regional is Georgia hosting the University of Tennessee. This is, I believe, one of the most interesting of the Super Regionals. Two schools that have a long and storied history of playing each other. Uh, Coaches that are tremendous, tremendous coaches that have built powerhouse programs. Coach Lou Harris at Georgia has done a great job this year. Early on, they were one of the clearly best teams in the country. uh, Suffered what could have been devastating loss to their number one pitcher in Brittany Gray. She had a season-ending arm injury and has been out of the lineup for them for quite some time and their other pitchers sort of by committee have stepped up and given Georgia a chance to win games. Georgia's offense is very very strong. They have a ton of speed 
speed and a ton of power. Alyssa DiCarlo has to be one of the hottest hitters in the country right now, having hit several home runs at the regional, and I know Tennessee will be certainly prepared for her. Tennessee's used the two-headed pitching tandem of Maddie Moss and Kalen Arnold. Uh, Arnold has appeared to be the primary starter, and Maddie Moss is the high-energy reliever who comes in and uh, seems to be able to put out the fire quite often. Uh, Both teams emerged fairly easily through their regionals, um, not losing a game and, and pretty much taking care of business on their home field. I think this is going to be a tremendous series. Uh, Georgia handled Tennessee during the regular season series, but of course that was with Brittany Gray pitching. I think Tennessee is on a hot streak. I think Georgia's on a hot streak, so I think it is definitely going to be one of those uh, train wreck kind of weekends. Uh, This is going to go three games, and I think Tennessee is going to win game three and make the trip to Oklahoma City. Ralph and Karen Weekly are going to make another trip to OKC. But it's going to be exciting. It's going to come down to a big swing of the bat. My get, my prediction is that it's, you're going to see Megan Gregg at the plate with the winning run in scoring position, and she's going to come through, and that's going to be the, the deal. Uh, and uh, and Tennessee's going to make the trip to Oklahoma City. But it's going to be exciting, and it's going to be a very, very good weekend of softball. And then the last matchup is Arizona State hosting South Carolina. South Carolina was one of the teams that was truly tested in their regional, losing early in the tournament to Liberty, a very strong Liberty team that I predicted was going to emerge from this regional. I felt that that was one of the places that an upset could happen. Uh, South Carolina lost the game early and then fought their way back through the loser's bracket, Uh, won a very exciting game against Hofstra, a Hofstra team that uh, really played well at the regional and, and stirred the pot quite a bit and then came back and shut out Liberty two games on the final day of the regional and advanced. Again, this kind of points back to my uh, rant last week when we were talking about how the selections are made and how the show, how the uh, selection show portrays these these matchups. Um, I think on Sunday when South Carolina woke up knowing they were playing Liberty and had to win two games, I felt very strongly that South Carolina was going to be able to take care of business because for them on their home field, they would expect to sweep a doubleheader against Liberty and they were able to do that. South Carolina showed a lot of resilience a lot of heart, a lot of fight. And I think that that's what propelled them through that loser's bracket. Um, And I think their coaching staff does a great job of keeping their kids focused and on target and and ready to play. But the trip out to Tucson and Arizona State, I think, is going to be a whole other animal. I had not seen Arizona State before this past weekend, and I came away very, very impressed. And playing at home in the launching pad that is uh, Arizona State softball complex, I think Arizona State it's going to pound the ball. Now, South Carolina also has a lot of offensive uh, power hitters, and I think uh, they will score some runs. I think this is going to be one of those super regionals where every game is going to end up being 6-5 to five or 7-6. to six. I don't think that the pitchers are going to dominate either side. I think that they both have good pitching staffs and the kinds of pitchers that dominate a lot of teams, but I don't think they're going to dominate each other. And I think this is going to end up being Arizona State in two, but I think both games are going to be slugfest, exciting, back and forth, um, no holds barred kind of games. So I think it's going to be a great weekend, and uh, Arizona State will make the trip to Oklahoma City. So got a couple of upsets for you in the Super Regional round. 
And some of it is based on what I was able to observe last weekend watching the regionals. And some of it's based on what these teams have done their body of work for the entire year. Uh, There's a couple of teams that I think are very, very strong. I would bet my house that Oregon and Oklahoma are both going to advance. I think that those are the two best teams I watched this past weekend. They were the most dominant and definitely the most overpowering teams. And I think that they are going to be uh, the forces to be reckoned with when the trip gets made to Oklahoma City. I do think the other teams are going to be super competitive. I think the other super regionals are going to have a ton of great games and a lot of excitement. But at the end of the day, uh, right now, my, my prediction right now at the beginning was that Oklahoma was going to three-peat. I still think that's true. And I think that the championship series is going to end up being Oklahoma and Oregon, depending upon how the bracket shakes out. So, um, so those are my predictions uh, based on what I saw at the, at the regionals and what uh, is coming up at the super regionals. We will do another prediction show after the super regionals are over and we can pick apart my, my choices and see how well I did at predicting who is going to be the teams to advance to Oklahoma City. This is a very exciting time of the year and it's great to see these tremendous programs knocking heads and battling for the right to make the trip to Oklahoma City and the right to win a national championship. Thanks for listening to another episode of Everything Fast Pitch, sponsored by Fast Pitch Prep. Everything Fast Pitch and Fast Pitch Prep are committed to growing the game of Fast Pitch Softball, sharing our knowledge, and helping the game grow. Please contact us at fastpitchprep at gmail.com for any questions, comments, or suggestions that you might have. For Coach Don, our producer Bo Ray, I'm Coach Tori Atchison. Thanks for listening.